It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming back and listening to the show. You're not now. I'm using that. that that's, that's the intro. There we go. This is the 2 o'clock show, episode 27. In case that's what you were looking for, you are in the right place. If not, you can still listen if you want, but you don't have to. I mean, we're not going to force you to. But I might. That's probably the only way we can get people to listen. This program is brought to you in part by... Captain Hard Biscuits Whale Milk Cheese. We make genuine cheese out of genuine whale milk. It'd be 50% less constipating than regular. And this week, our specials be blue whale mozzarella and pilot whale cottage cheese. Try some today, you lovely swabs. And now it's time for Answers to Life's Questions. This is another segment where we can have listeners call in to ask us questions. And this is a segment that even you can be a part of if you go onto our Facebook page and ask us questions for Answers to Life's Questions. We'll answer them. We guarantee that we will give you an answer. It may not be the one you're looking for, but we guarantee we'll answer any question that you ask. And it looks like our panel is lighting up already. We have line one right here. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Hey, y'all. How many eggs do I gotta put in this stupid cake? Probably however many directions are on the box or in the recipe or whatever you're doing. I would put in three. Three eggs are always a good bet, unless you're making a giant cake for an entire wedding party. And then uh, I would just put in, like, a dozen. But normally I would put in three. And if that's not good, then... Try following directions. Okay, going to line two. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Where can I get a really sharp knife? <laughs> going on to line three. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. What is air? What is life? Is there life? Is there air in life? Are you real? Am I real? Is this a nightmare you're having? Or is it just mine? Okay, next uh, caller? We're going to give all our listeners like an existential crisis. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. You're live on the air. What's the difference between a yardstick and a meter stick? About 3.37 inches. So what one's bigger, the yardstick or the meter stick? The meter. I hate the metric system. It's stupid. Give me a good old American system any day. I mean, I agree with you, but the rest of the world does not. Yeah, we seem to be the only ones that still use inches and all that kind of stuff, but what can you do? Going on to line five. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. What are the best kind of tea to have with biscuits? Uh, Earl Grey. Hot. Going on to line 6. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. And I want 
the uh, extra lot with 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 anchovies. Not the one anchovies. I hate fish heads on my pizza. It makes me puke. Going on to the next line. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. Well, have you seen a horse yet? I'm still out looking for him. Um, I haven't seen too many horses around here. I've seen people horsing around, but I haven't seen, uh, seen any actual horses. Have you seen horses people around? Yes. Oh, it's disturbing, isn't it? Yes. Well, let me know if you see him, Pilgrim, and I'll, uh, I'll come fetch him from you. Okay. Okay, looks like we have a couple lines left. Going on to the next one. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. What's the surface temperature of Neptune? I was thinking of taking my wife there this summer. It's about minus 346 degrees Fahrenheit, or minus 201 degrees Celsius. Okay, guess I'll, guess I'll have to bring my jacket then. Yeah, you, uh, you do that, buddy. Okay, we've got one last line here. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. What's the difference between the cricket and the katydid? Several things. Um, diet, coloration, physiology. The question is, did Katie or not? Everyone says Katie did, but do they have proof that she did? Did Katie crick it? And doesn't the suffix of et on the end of crick imply that there is a larger creature known as a crick and we should all be scared? That would be, that would be, uh, that would be terrifying. As they always say in the south down by the crick. So maybe there, maybe there's a big crick that lives down the south. We'll have to look for that on our next uh, cryptid hotline thing. See if anybody will call in with any sightings of the crick. And since mosquito ends in ito, which is like something small in Spanish, does that mean there's a larger El Mosco? Maybe in uh, Iran or something. <laughs> Mosque, get it, Mosque. Oh, those are rich, rich indeed. Well, it's a good thing people call us for answers because we are an infinite wealth of information. Just a well of knowledge gushing forth with information. I mean, may not be good information, but... Hey, it's still information. <laughs> you can watch the news and get the same information all, all the time. Okay, well, thank you for calling in, Caller, and thank you, listeners, for listening, if you're still there. And this has been... I doubt it. <laughs> this has been Answers to Life's Questions. The following program is brought to you in part by the Wizomatic Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Does this ever happen to you? You're out on a hot date, and a nose hair falls out in your drink that looks like an escape ladder from an apartment building. You can avoid problems like that with a Wizomatic Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Avoid those embarrassing situations, especially when you're on a really important date with that special person. You don't want ear hairs coming out like a tarantula crawling out of your skull? Use Wizomatic Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer today. Welcome once again to Interview with a Giant, and we have gone remote, we have our equipment outside the studio today because this giant that we're going to interview will not even begin to fit in our studio. We've let Larry outside too, and he's fascinated with stacking rocks. 
He's been chasing that bug around the yard, too. Yeah. They are pretty fascinating. I mean, it's like I've never seen a bug before. Yeah. Some people are easily entertained, I guess. I wonder how many times he gets outside of the studio. This is the first I've ever seen him outside the studio. Well, he did fly the helicopter one time. Oh, true. I think he lives under the rug. <laughs> We've done several really interesting interviews on this show. If you've heard previous podcasts, we have interviewed uh, such amazing creatures as uh, a merman. Uh, the Blob, the Loch Ness Monster, uh, several other, a parrot, a cat, several other really interesting guests. And uh, today's guest is no exception. He is a giant. And when I mean giant, I mean giant. I don't mean an NBA player. I'm talking giant. So, um, to begin with, uh, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Rodney. Rodney, okay, very good, very nice. Um, Rodney, uh, would you mind telling our audience how tall you are? Well, last I knew I was 37 and a half feet tall and still growing. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. You know, I noticed, uh, I'm not trying to get too personal here, but I noticed on your back you have what well, looks like trees and bushes and things like that growing straight out of your your back uh, is this is this common practice with uh, with giants well with some of us I, uh, I have to hide somewhere so I just can lay down I look like a rocky hillside with trees and bushes and stuff and it's kind of hard to hide when you're 37 and a half feet tall not too many places left you can go and hide yeah i would imagine so what uh what do you guys eat and how much do you have to eat of it for a person of your size well it depends uh, now in my case i have become a vegetarian uh, no matter what we eat it it's a problem because if I eat animals I have to eat like an entire herd of cows to feel like I ate something but if I eat vegetables and plants I have to eat nearly a whole forest in one sitting to feel like I had something to eat. So it's it's pretty pretty discouraging to be this big. Do you have uh, do you have problems with people uh, picking on you because of your size or anything like that? Uh, kind of like a like persecution against giants? Yeah, I get that all the time. Uh, well, that is when I let people see me. That's not very often. I I try to stay hidden except for at night. Though I'll come out and move around, but I I try not to come into town. It's too easy to step on cars and things like that. I don't want to damage buildings and and stuff. We we have to live here too. We don't want everybody mad at us but we just began the the gdl that's the giant defamation league every time 
we get harassed by other beings, then we can contact the GDL and they'll come fight for us and and uh, try to stop these people making fun of us giants. How do they normally go about that? Is it through, um, like, do you threaten to, like, crush their houses, or is it through strongly worded letters? Well, it, again, it depends. We have some giants that are just plain ornery, and you want to get on their bad side, let me tell you. And there are a lot of giants bigger than me. I'm, I'm still a relative youngster compared to some of these boys. I'm only 936. But some of these boys are much older and much bigger. So, um, so it's, it's, is it a kind of, kind of a, a common problem to be, uh, harassed or made fun of for being so big? Well, sometimes, even though we're big, most of us have, have tender feelings and we don't like to be made fun of, so we try to stay out of everybody's way. It's, it's too easy to step on a, an animal or, or a person that would be even worse. So we try to stay out in the woods. We try to mainly live where there's very few people around out in the, out in the wilderness and things like that. How many, how many giants are there in the world? Uh, we know approximately now there's somewhere close to uh, 8 billion people in the world, but how many, how many giants are there that you know of? Well, it's hard to say. We, we kind of keep to ourselves. We, we kind of get together with others every now and again, but, but we're kind of solitary creatures. Uh, I know in this general area, there are about eight. And, uh, but like I say, I almost never see them. You wouldn't even know they was there uh, unless you happen to see them, but it's pretty unlikely. Now, do you, do you try to stay hidden for the same reason that uh, many other uh, cryptids and things like that stay hidden? For instance, uh, uh, leprechauns and things like that try to stay hidden because they, they feel that they would be abused by, by people, you know, maybe being uh, used by the military to... I mean, could you imagine if, if the military got, their whole, got a hold of a, a giant? You know what they could, the damage they can inflict on another country or something? Yeah, that's just it. We don't want to take sides in any, any squabbles between countries. So we just, we just mind our own business and, and, uh, those that can have moved underground. But, uh, I don't want to give away too much information because I don't want to, get them harassed by people but yeah we just try to stay to ourselves and and let you you humans fight out your own problems and hopefully y'all can keep from killing each other and blowing the world up take us with you yeah we appreciate that um 
are those are those real trees and bushes and things like that that are growing out of your your back oh yeah yeah we we lay around so much we collect a lot of dirt we end up getting a lot of vegetation growing on us but it kind of helps keep the sun off and makes us look more like like natural landscape well, I can understand how that would be uh, be useful what uh, what is the the oldest giant that that you know of well it's hard to say like I say we kind of keep to ourselves but I know uh, one guy he's he's near 5,500 years old 5,500 years old yep that means he survived Noah's flood I, I they must be good swimmers or something I don't know <laughs> Yeah, how did how did he survive the flood? Well, he just kind of floated. He's pretty good at floating around. He has so much so much vegetation on him. He just kind of floated around, made like an island, and just kind of floated around till there was dry land again. Have you guys ever been mistaken for uh, for islands or or anything like that? Any? You know, plots of land, hills, or anything like that? Yeah, it happens all the time. Some will start to drill or try to go mining and stuff like that. And it's, it's caused some unfortunate accidents with, uh, when people get, you know, probing around and start cutting down trees and things like that. So we, we try our best to stay away from people that's it's hard to do these days trying to find a place where people don't normally go have to live out in rainforests and things like that and get pretty remote to avoid confrontations with people now how how did larry manage to to arrange this interview i know i know he said he's the one that arranged it how in the world did uh did he get a hold of a giant and arrange this interview well my granddad knew larry's granddad and uh he was they was friends for years uh they're still friends they get together every now and then so that's probably, uh, my granddad probably told him about me, and, and I live closer to Larry than, than he does, so I guess that's why he interviewed me instead of granddad. So, how old is, uh, is your granddad? Uh, let's see, he'll be 3,206 this April. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. That is amazing stuff. Well, we know it's uh, we know it's getting near dark here, and we we know you need to uh, get heading back to your uh, your little spot where you we live. We don't want to give that away because we don't want to cause problems for you. I do, but uh, we uh, we appreciate you taking the time to meet with us, and it's fascinating to talk with an actual genuine giant. And this has been Rodney 
the 37 and a half foot tall giant. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by Hey, there's five dollar grab bags. Come get you a five dollar grab bag. You never know what's inside. Just listen to these satisfied customers. I found used dentures in my bag. I got someone's wallet. I got my missing sock. I found a set of human teeth. I got an eyeball. <laughs> I got toenail clippings. I got five bucks. So come on down to Abner's $5 grab bag store. We sell nothing but $5 grab bags. I say, old boy, it's time for the outro. Well, if you want to get on our horses here, we could ride off into the sunset. I say, that sounds like a splendid idea. Jolly good tally-ho, pip-pip and all that. Well, let's get moving there, pilgrims. Why does your horse move so slow? Is it because it has tiny little legs? Uh, he doesn't like to talk about that much. He's kind of sensitive. Your horse can talk? Well, to me. I believe you have some problems, sir, but nonetheless, let us journey forth. Keep calm and carry on, I always say. Well, we'll see you next time on the 2 o'clock show, pilgrims. We watch them as they listen to the show. Well... You have several problems, sir. I don't suffer from insanity. I enjoy every minute. 